Well, thank you, Jashan. The key to a good bolognese sauce is patience and time. Artichoke, here we go with another episode of the Four Man Wall, a podcast on Australian football slash soccer at its finest. I'm your host, Jashan, coming at you live, full of leftover gnocchi. Joining me from the always sunny eastern suburbs, he's got a pork-based chili con carne due for tonight. It's Melbourne City mega fan, Andy Gibson. Uh, thanks, Jashan. Uh, beautiful welcome and uh, great to be back here ahead of the uh, the A-League final series. And uh, yes, mm. looking forward to getting into my dinner uh, after the pod is done. So yeah, yeah let's get into it. Chili con pork is going to be good. Third voice you're going to hear is that of a man who has just done 30 push-ups on Twitter. He's NPL player Oz Scopes. Here he is, Damon Sarah. Yeah, you're just getting my uh, pump in for this <laughs> extra... Uh, intensive uh, series of the four-man wall. Uh, <laughs> clearly, uh, many many laughs are to be had mm. in the coming uh, hour. So, just thought I'd get all the uh, all the cobwebs out. So we're that's ready it. to go. I've never heard you refer to anything as a pump before, but that's fantastic. <laughs> Last but not least, he went on a cheeky walk during the sunset today. It is Nicholas. Oh, thanks, Rashan. Glad to be here. All right, short and sweet. He wants to get stuck into it. There's lots to talk about today. Bit of news, bit of drama. We're going to split the wall later on. Nick has a peak moment for us. And we've got to, of course, wrap up the A-League regular season with some awards and whatnot. But first things first, lads, we've all got to congratulate them. Sydney FC have won the A-League Liberty against Western United to take their championship after four attempts, three blown finals now they've finally won um huge result for a squad with an average age of 21 which i did not know until this weekend that's insane um 15 years in the early women's and we're now on the eve of the world women's world cup demo i'm gonna run you uh, a burning question straight off the bat here lad three burning questions straight into it yeah mate uh, wasting no time. How do you rate the state of the women's game in Australia, Damo? Uh, it's it's a hard question to kind of answer because you look at our results on an international stage and we haven't really done much. All right, so compared to the major European countries, say your Netherlands, Spain, uh, Germany... Um, those kind of countries, we don't kind of um, stack up when it comes to uh, tournaments and stuff. So this year, obviously, we get the best crack to wrong those, right those wrongs. So yep. Depending on obviously our uh, our lead in and stuff like that, we definitely have a good chance to to have a good crack at it and I, I don't doubt that our players, our top players, Sam Kerr obviously and Queen. Um, well, they're all going to play a massive part so hopefully um, they do uh, show up and it'd be uh, yeah, good to see. Um, but in terms of where we currently are, look, I won't pump our own, pump our tyres but we're clearly, 
we're clearly on the right track. And obviously yeah. the age of Sydney FC's um, championship winning side at being at 21, like the future is um, incredibly bright. Yeah, and Western United are of course the the newest club in the league as well. Is this their first season? Yeah, it's their yeah. first season. They've made the grand and, final. Uh, a lot of they uh, definitely um, kind of uh, yeah. The, everyone's uh, expectations of them were to finish very far down the ladder, and they just proved everyone wrong. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it is. It's. Also, you know, it's a bit of a uh, a bit of a debacle with the uh, the whole Sydney toasting the grand finals and stuff. But um, Western United were the better team throughout the season. I'll ask the group. Like, do you guys can Western use the location of the grand final as an excuse? I mean, Sydney beat them four nil, an absolute drubbing at the end of the day. But I mean, can they use that as a genuine excuse? I think they have to have a case to make for sure. You know, this is only a top four in the finals, and they got. I think they finished. They finished second, so they they played away to Sydney to begin with. So it's two mm-hmm. trips to Sydney in the space of three weeks, whereas Sydney never had to leave <coughs> their home state. Yeah, yeah true. and it's not. You know, they do get the week off in between, but compa- like the comparison is like Sydney. Sydney, you know, should have at least travelled once. In, in that space of three weeks. Sydney could have easily uh, defeated Western United still in Melbourne, but I think Western United would have preferred to be playing on their home deck, you know, just, you know, and, and you know, celebrate what would have been a great season with their family and friends, win, lose, or, yeah, win or lose, you know? Yeah, of course. It does definitely uh, put a damper on the celebrations, and, and celebrations is right because Sydney FC like they've made fortunate four finals in a row. But this is a very fresh squad with like young, exciting players like Indiana De Santos, fifteen-year-old gal who's out there killing it. It's it's pretty mental, but um, yeah, I, I think Damo's right there. It's it, it's an exciting new generation of talent coming through, and uh, we'll see what the future holds. But on to the final round of the A League Men's. 26 match days. It's all finished. It's all done and dusted. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to very quickly recap the games and we'll get into kind of like analysing the season as a whole. Um, there were some good ones. There were some bad ones. There were some really bad ones. There were some really, really bad games this weekend. But uh, <laughs> first things first, the first two games of the round were kind of like the big money makers. We had Adelaide taking a heavy 4-1 loss to Central Coast and Melbourne City, courtesy of some brilliance from Marco Tilio. Got the better of Western Sydney 3-2. I'm sure you guys would have uh, enjoyed that one, to say the least. Uh, Wellington and MacArthur played out quite possibly the shittest game of the season. The next one, <laughs> bit of a confidence boost leading into the finals for them, I suppose. Sydney beat Newcastle 2-0. Another, another stinker, but Sydney maintained their good form. Uh, Brisbane won their final game of the season over victory, proving that they can win away from home, which is nice. And finally, Western United picked up the Dubsky against the fraudulent Perth Glory 2-1. Right, Andy, this yes. is your moment to shine, lad. It's cool. going to be another fun little cheeky Andy segment. Are you prepped, brother? Uh, prepped as I'll ever be. That's it, mate. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I want you to go uh, throughout the entire table, so all the teams, and I want you to rank... Each season, each team season from zero to five, a quick little grading, and and then you know yeah, right. the rest of us can kind of jump in as we see fit to, to talk about it and 
tell you if you if you're right, if you're bang on, or if you're way I mean, off it's mark. Pretty yeah. easy though, isn't it? The further down you go, you obviously. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. But, but like you know, uh, there's there's more expectations on a team like Western United <laughs> than there would be on a team like Perth Glory, right, yeah, Damo? There's nuance here yeah, for the love enough. of Christ. Okay, sorry. Jesus, that, that I want you to start from the top, Andy. So Melbourne City, and work your way down. Starting from the top, all right. No worries. All right, well, probably no surprises here. I've given City five out of five. Um, mm. it's, it's hard to give them anything less. You know, 11 points clear on top of the ladder. Uh, goals galore this season. Um, the only thing you might be able to fault them on uh, is probably their lack of clean sheets. You know, they did mm. concede quite a few goals this year, but uh, they always seem to score more. So... Uh, yeah, no, no accident that they, that they finish 11 points clear. Um, they keep producing quality players as well, like um, coming through their youth academy, like uh, we see Jordan Boss, um, yeah. you know, players like Tilio. I know he came from Sydney, but um, he's, you know, he's looking like he's ready to go overseas. Aidan O'Neill, probably in the same boat as well. Um, and even our overseas imports this year, like um, Ballon Barisha, Thomas Lamb, and Richie Vandervan have all... Uh, played a massive role in this in this season um so yeah i'm giving them uh, a five out of five and um a third premier's plate in a row um it's well deserved so uh anything left to do now is uh win that toilet seat so um yeah time will tell with that one <laughs> it's all about the toilet seat mates and toilet bowl action j mac as well fourth yes, uh, golden boot in a row it's of not course. bad that's right yep <laughs> going down as the uh, greatest striker of all time in a-league history you'd have to say Yes, and, uh, sir. Still he's only twenty nine. Fuck, he's only twenty nine. Oh, he is, Jesus. yeah. So he's, uh, you know, still got some years ahead. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to disagree with that one. Five out of five for City. I mean, there was a uh, question marks over Rado when he took over. Yeah, it must be said. Yeah, look, there was, um, you know, a few questionable uh, periods, I suppose, this season. Uh, yeah, after PK left, and you know, it's, we started to look a bit, bit shaky at times. You know, he got a few draws that should have been wins. Um, mm. A lot of people questioned Rado's use of the substitutes or lack thereof. Um, and yeah, even closer to the end of the season, um, we had a bit of, uh, you know, uh, poor form for a few games in a row and lack of goals, you know, especially McLaren. He, he had that broken toe in that point of time. So, um, mm. yeah, it's, you know, it's pretty much impossible to be better than everyone every single week for the whole season. But I think City have gone pretty close to that. And, um, yeah, it all worked out in the end, finishing 11 points clear. For you boys, do you think if Melbourne City failed to win the toilet bowl, does that ranking go from a 5 to fucking, I don't know, a 1, a, a 2, a 0? Do they need to win this championship for the season to be a I'd give it a I'd give it a 3.5 because they've got some good competition. And there's also um, the elephant in the room of where the grand final is being played. It's a good yep. chance they could be up against some New South Wales opposition that haven't pledged a boycott yet. So, um, <laughs> yes. So no further comments. Uh, until later, mm. splitting the wall. Get keen. Yeah. All right. It is cities to lose, isn't it? Like, there's really no excuse uh, other than the fact that it'll be in Sydney nah. not to win. Like this, if they're going to win another one, it's now. That's it, mate. I love it. it the time is now. All right, next team down, brother. All right, on to the Central Coast Mariners. I've given oh, them yeah. a four and a half out of five. Probably unlucky not oh. to get a five as well. They've had a brilliant season, and they, they're hitting great form right before finals as well. So they've earned that week off, and, uh, yeah, whoever has to play them 
in uh, the semi-final, I reckon, is um, in for a very challenging match because uh, they are looking very hard to beat, especially when you've got Marco Tulio on your uh, on your team. What a recruit he's been! Yeah, certainly. brilliant season from Damo. Damo, you've been critical of Marco Tulio this season. Has he won you over yet with his recent performances? Surely. Uh, I suppose like his his recent performance, uh, especially against Adelaide. Definitely uh, shut me up a little bit, didn't it? Uh, but yeah. uh, he just didn't do it as often and as consistently as he should have. And <laughs> it only took him until the last match of the season to actually show what he could do properly. And if they do keep him over the off-season, leading into next season, that's probably what you'd obviously expect from him every game. Far out, mate. You're a hard man to please, Damo. <laughs> he is indeed. Very hard man to please. Yeah. Uh, I, I would be tempted to give them a clean five Central Coast, but they've got you know mm. so so much less in terms of financial backing yeah, than Melbourne true. City, and they've done very true so well with the squad they've got and bringing in youth as well. Obviously, we know that Damo has a hard on for Nectarios Triantis. <laughs> I've got a hard on for Sammy Silvera. I mean, they've got some very talented young lads there. They do. They really do. Yeah, listen, they're yeah unlucky to give them five. I'm, I'd probably yeah. Thinking about it now, probably deserved a five out of five. Stay strong, stay strong. Stick to your, <laughs> stick stick to your gut, mate. Yeah, Go well, with it. You, don't let us convince you otherwise. Yeah, it's, they've, they've, it's a massive improvement on their season last year as well. I think they finished fifth last year. The, the players all seem to buy in. You know, they, they seem to uh, you know, really think highly of uh, Nick Montgomery as well. Um, mm. He's he's passionate as well, you know. Um, and like you said, Sean, they don't have a lot of money, but, um, you know, they... They do absolutely brilliantly at um, bringing through that young talent. Um, yeah, great season for them. And, um, yeah, beautiful form going into finals. Uh, so Doing it for the sauce bottles. Quick question, lads. Barbecue or tomato sauce? <laughs> Depends what it's on. <laughs> if you had to pick one. Ooh. If you had to pick one and never have the other one ever again. I'll go tomato then. Tomato sauce all the way. Right. Yeah, who, who has barbecue seriously like give me a barbecue I'm brother barbecue. i'm, I'm yeah. barbecue for just mix sure. tomato sauce and soy sauce <laughs> that's not what it is at all works for me <laughs> really you mix tomato sauce with soy sauce to make your own barbecue yeah, yeah. sauce yeah for a marinade not for like oh. dipping sauce Look, if I'm having a hot dog, I, I want barbecue sauce on it. I don't you want, want tomato hot, sauce. You want barbecue sauce on a hot dog? Yeah, if I'm having a little snag in bread, I'm going barbecue sauce, brother. Barbecue sauce is just... It's just sugar. It's just <laughs> dribble. Are you trying to say that tomato sauce doesn't have sugar in it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're having a laugh. True. Yeah. True. You know Damo will never say anything bad about tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> doesn't barbecue very, very sauce nice. have tomato sauce in it as well? <laughs> Or some tomatoes, I don't know. According to Nick, <laughs> fuck everything. Everything's got tomatoes in it. We're in the tomato apocalypse. Uh, it's, it's all a simulation. True. Um, and shout out to Central Coast as well for sorry, not making the ACL. They've made the AFC Cup. Is that like the Asian version of the Europa League? Yeah, yeah. It's like a second division, um, I guess. Yeah, for clubs that miss essentially out. Essentially, for this, yeah, for the smaller nations. Okay. Well, it, regardless, it's their first time playing Asia in nine years, so. Mm. Um, good stuff. It's a massive achievement. 
That's it. Yep. Shout out to the boys. All right, next one down, Gibbo. Give it to me. All right, Adelaide. Uh, yep, giving them a four and a half as well. They're in a, a bit of a, a rut at the moment after uh, after that last game, going down 4-1 against, uh, against Central Coast. I think, you know, if they had have won that game and, and the last few, they possibly would have gone up to a five. But, yeah, looking a little bit shaky because... Uh, Coopers has been a, a fortress for them this season, as we know, and yeah, Central Coast found a way to not only beat them but beat them convincingly and have a big statement win. But uh, yeah, look yep. over when you look at the whole season. Um, yeah, it's been brilliant from Adelaide. Craig Goodwin's, uh, you know, hit a, hit another level. They've got so many talented players. They're scoring goals. Um, they're getting big crowds as well for all their games, so they've they've got the local support. Um, and yeah, they're another club similar to Central Coast. You know, they they don't have the huge uh, funds backing them, but they they really seem to uh, develop that that local talent in the young players and and do it well. Like obviously we've seen Iran Kunda this year um, and a few others. So yeah, I think Adelaide uh, have been one of the teams to beat this year and probably the the hardest team that Modern City's come across. I don't think we've I think we've lost to them. Each time we played, oh, we might have had one draw and one loss. I think we haven't beaten them anyway. Um, so yeah, they're they're going to be hard to beat in finals. Um, so yeah, four and a half for me uh, for Adelaide. Do you boys concur, Damo, Nick, Dick, Damo? I'd drop him to a four. Yeah, fair enough. Me too. Is that based off uh, recency, like the little recency bias? Recency bias. Mm. Yeah. Mm. No, I'm I'm still going with the four and a half. Nice. I, I think if you give him a year to cook, like guys like Jovanovic and Medanya and, and Iren Kunda, if he stays, and they'll be insanely good. Well, uh, Iren Kunda has to stay regardless. Oh, because of his youth. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Great. Great for the, uh, for the league and for Adelaide. Yes, is, very. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's ideal for sure. Mm. But, I mean, they've, the only teams to have conceded more goals in Adelaide this season are MacArthur, who are a pub team, <laughs> and Wellington. Sorry, no, sorry, uh, Western United, I should say. They ship goals. They score goals, don't get me wrong, but they ship them like fucking crazy. Yeah, so okay. I just, too inconsistent for me. That's why I'm leaning more towards a four, but they mm. have played some very, very dazzling football this season. Yes, yeah, indeed. Okay, down to Western Sydney Wanderers. I'm giving them a four and a half out of five as well. I know they finished uh, fourth, which, you know, you might argue finishing fourth is uh, not worthy of anything above a four. But I just think um, the turnaround from, from that club has been unbelievable from last year. I think they finished 10th yep. last year uh, up to fourth, which has been amazing. And probably unlucky not to finish higher, you know. Maybe if they played uh, someone else in the last round other than City. If they played anyone yeah, else. Yeah, that's right. They would have won and um, got themselves up higher because it was very close at the end. But, uh, I was, yeah, I just loved watching Western Sydney play this year. Probably my favourite team to watch outside of Melbourne City. And... Um, I think what Marco Rodan has done this year is uh, nothing short of incredible with the players he's brought in. It's, it's a mm. long list, you know, Thomas in goals, uh, Borello, Leuni, Schneiderlin, Neuenhoff, the list goes up, Ninkovic yeah. from, from Sydney. Um, yeah, big Nink. Yeah, it's pretty much a, a brand new team compared to last year. Like, they've done a whole list clean out and they've done it incredibly well. A lot of people at the start of the season were saying that uh, too defensive and, you know, they're not scoring enough goals, which you could say that was probably true, but they really turned that around and um, now they're an attacking powerhouse. So, um, yeah, I think they're going to be extremely uh, tough to beat in the finals, final series and they put up a very good fight against uh, Melbourne City in that last game as well. 
Oh, if Tilio didn't literally become Lionel Messi yeah. for the game, like, you guys don't win. Exactly, that's sure. right. No, that's, yeah, two goals mm. to Tilio, take them out, and it's, it's a 3-1 loss. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm almost tempted to give them a five. Yeah, I was on, almost tempted you know, as well, to be honest. Yeah, I thought... I'd give them a four. Okay. Sure, you dog. Oh, they'll prone to some fade-outs, um, particularly playing Perth Glory. Uh Mm. Yeah, dropped dropped a few dropped a few vital mm. points when they should have kept pressing. Uh, met their measure in Adelaide, and they had a had a bit of a shellacking by Central Coast. So, yep. Um, yeah, that's fair. N- not perfect yet, but they'll come good into finals, I'm sure. Or they could choke the Sydney <laughs> FC, which is gonna that's gonna uh, be a an epic match. in their face. If, if yeah. they if they lose to Sydney, that's yeah. Like, I think you mentioned it on the last podcast, Nick. Like that is their season for sure. Like that game right there, it's fucking huge. It's incredible. For both clubs, really. Yeah, the players as well. Just I wonder how many people will go <laughs> to the to the derby. <laughs> yeah. I reckon oh, they'll. I reckon they'll still get a good turnout. The Cove will be empty. Um, that's been confirmed. They're not sending fans to any, any of the, the final finals. games okay. that Sydney okay. play. Yeah. So it's just all going to be Western Sydney fans. <laughs> right. Well, the non non Cove Sydney supporters might show up. Like. The, true, 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 true. You know. Families and things like that. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But either way, it should be a great match. Uh, do, do you agree, Damo's four and a half bang on? Are you are you leaning more in a different direction, well, Cobber? Considering their last season, and as Andy said, I'd say a four and a half is fair. All right. Oh, maybe I'm a harsh. I won't. I I I just just so. And considering Marco Rudin. <laughs> <laughs> just just to be clear, just in case anyone heard my comment of that, I will not be watching the game. It is true, but it's because I'm. Because I'm interstate and I won't have access to the game, so <laughs> oh, I'm get... not boy. I'm not. I'm not that hard on boycotting. <laughs> you got Marcus Bontempelli to watch, mate. We all understand it's all good, brother. Rory Lobb abusing Toby Green. Yeah, fish out. <laughs> um, all right, give us give us your number five there, Andy. Talk about the other big Sydney team. Yes, mate. the other team in Sydney. I've I've given them a three, so a bit of a drop off from Ooh. Western Sydney's four and a half. I I think they've, to be honest, underperformed. A bit. Um, I know they've finished fifth and they've made finals again, but I think with their list, they, they should be finishing higher and they've been no uh, in no way convincing for me this year. You know, they've got so much experience still, like um, you know, Redmayne, Grant, uh, Wilkinson, Bratton, Lafondra, Casera. You know, they've got uh, quite a lot of experience still on the team who have been there and won championships before, and um, but they've also got yeah. a lot of youth talent uh, that's come through as well, like Segacic. Uh, Pat Wood, Yazbek, who we know has departed uh, for overseas as well. So um, I think with those names, uh, they probably should have done better. And obviously with Steve Corica, he's been there for a long, long time and has tasted all the success. Um, but yeah, they've, they've made finals nonetheless, so you can't fault them too much. But uh, yeah, I thought they've sort of just limped over the line, to be honest. So it's only a three for me, considering... Um, where they have been in the in the past few seasons and and where their list is. Yeah, uh, I think three is fair for Sydney. Yeah, three is probably fair. They've won three games in a row to end out the season. Mm. Like they found form right now, which is fantastic. S- Sydney Sydney can take a scalp when they want to. Um, they've they've defeated Melbourne City. They've mm. defeated Western City Wanderers. Yep. Uh, they held. They I think they shared points with Adelaide United on Good Friday mm. at Iron yep. Marsh, and who's the other one? Central Coast. I can't that one doesn't come to the top of my head, but mm. I think a three is fair. Like 
just inconsistency yeah. is the main issue. Yeah, that, that's what I think well, as well. Like they're obviously capable um, beating the teams you've just mentioned, Nick. But yeah, consistently do it is another thing, isn't it? Interesting note. Um, of all the A League clubs, based on average xG per game, Sydney is second. So they create chances. Mm. They just, you know, LaFondra has been inconsistent. Paddy Wood's been inconsistent. They maybe just need a better striker up there to finish yeah. those chances. Well, they, they should get Chris got, Wood in. <laughs> they've got Joe Wally and That'd Robert nice. Mack. Like, they're some bloody decent They've both forward. been banging in goals, yeah, yeah, for sure. The Mack attack is unstoppable. It was nice to see Segacic out there playing this weekend as well. I'm sure Damo liked that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that's... That's the spicy takes me what we're after. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, three sounds about fair. Give us uh, give us your Wellington Phoenix breakdown there, All Ando. Right. Wellington Phoenix. I had to think a bit about this. Um, I, I haven't watched a lot of their football this year compared to other teams, but I've, I've given them a three as well. Um, they've made finals again. They've they've had some, some great games. You know, they've found a brilliant recruit in uh, Oscar Zavada, uh, yep. scoring lots of goals this year. The number slips me, but... It was definitely in the teens for how many goals he scored. Uh, 15. 15, was it? There you go. So uh, yeah. he's been brilliant, it's but um, I think he, he's been a, a highlight. Not too many other players can say they've probably had a season as good as his uh, from the Knicks. Um, I, I reckon they probably could have finished higher. Um, there was a few patches this season where they, you know, they lost some, some games they should have won to you know, lower teams. You know, they had some good... Uh, good runs at home, but then they also lost some home games later in the season. And with a, a great coach in Ufuk Tello, who we've spoke, spoken about a bit in recent weeks, um, I think they probably could have done a little bit better. Um, but yeah, look, yep. they've they've made finals, and it's always hard for them. Um, we know how much they have to travel compared to, to the Aussie team, so they've always got that disadvantage. Three, three for me, for them. Damo, do you have anything to say before I jump in? Yeah, no. go on, Damo. Lay in. All right, I'm going to be harsh. <laughs> Let's go. Go on. I'm going to give... I, I'd give him a one. Ooh, fuck Ooh, me. that is harsh. Even though they made finals. I think... I think <laughs> they their drop-off has been severe. Yeah. I, I feel like senior players in the team have announced their departure and the effort hasn't been... Yeah. They haven't put in effort since. They've had... For a season where it, it, it may have been... It, it may have run out of gas in terms of, you know, they might have been punching above their weight and punching above their weight and they, they've just fallen off, mm. um, run out of steam. Yeah, fair enough. That may have already passed, but I think this season the expectations are a lot higher than six and definitely not like a, a participation, you know, in the finals. They, they needed, um, they, they needed ideally to get a home final or to make the semifinals. And they were close to making the semi-finals last year. They gave Western a good run for their money. You know, in a season where they're returning back home to Wellington, you'd think the momentum be, would be on their side. But it, it was just simply not the case. I feel relative to the to the previous progression they've built, I feel like this was a massive step back for Phoenix. Unless they win the grand final, and in that case, I'll eat my shoes. <laughs> they only scored. They only got four less points than last season. They finished the exact... We know... Am I looking, yeah, I am. They finished in the exact same place, 6th yeah. and 6th. So they've maintained, but I kind of agree with you, Nick, but more in the sense that losing Tale and presumably Oli Sale and Yugakovic as well is going to be a huge blow to the squad. Yeah, but think yeah. about, like, well, 
Central Coast Mariners are about one or two years behind where Wellington Phoenix are, as in, you know, they kind of got into form like a season or two after Wellington Phoenix when mm. uh, Marco Rudan and Ufak Tully started getting them up the ladder. What was that? And, and, and Central <laughs> and Central Coast are, you know, in the top two. Uh, they finished fifth last year. I know so, th- there's winners and losers in every season. Of course, um, of course. There's always an ass. But... Yeah, and it's just like, it just feels very downtrodden from here. And what's most concerning for me is that you don't want that, like, you don't want a poor finish the season, um, be masqueraded in a finals yeah. finish. And, but you don't want that poor form that's simmering under the surface to, to progress into the next season where they, yeah, where, I agree. Where they start fresh. Yeah. Okay, is it, Kate, real quick, is it pronounced Ufuk or Ufuk? Uh, no comment. I'm actually not sure. <laughs> I think it's fairly certain. Wolfhook. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad we got that figured out. That's all right. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I go with one. Damo, do, do you have thoughts on the, on their ranking? Or, I'll, or their I'm going to say that they're they're a two and a half for me. All right. All right. Fair shout. Uh, let's go down to the bottom half of the table there, Andy. Non-finals team starting with Western, and we're probably going to speed things up a little bit. Give sure. me like. The rating and a few dot uh, points. No for worries. Each of these yeah, Western, uh, not muck around here. Dropped them straight back to a two out of five. Too big mm. a drop off from champions to seventh. There's, there's no excuses for me. Lacroix, season from hell, right to the very last game, as we know. Um, Prejevic has been a disappointment. He missed a lot of the fo- of football, especially at the start of the season. He got five goals for the year, which is not good enough uh, for a player of his caliber. Um, yep. The only positives, I think, they had some decent. Um, Young players, but they've also lost some young players. Now a body. He's, yeah, he's come come good uh, towards the end of the season, but they've lost Wenzel Holes and Milanovic as well, who are uh, going well for their new clubs. So another negative there. And uh, yeah, I just think uh, John Aloisi. I'm not sure what his uh, what his solutions are going to be next year. Um, but yeah, shout out to, no. to Diamante and uh, Nikolai Topper Stanley for their for their great careers and their contributions to Western United as well. Both retired this season, um, but yeah, nah, pretty poor for me. It's a two out of five. I'd go a one to go from champions to not even making finals. Yeah, that, that's fair um, enough. I'd give him a point five. Zero point five. <laughs> <laughs> Nick is bringing the fire today. Nick is all riled up. I love it. <laughs> Straight into um, it. If they finish any lower, it would be a zero. Yeah. 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 yeah if they finish any lower, I'd have them less as well. But. Close-ish to I'm finals, optimistic yeah. for them next year. Okay. They've got a lot of changes to do. Apparently, Diamante's going to take up a role as an academy coach. Oh, so that's yeah. nice to have him still around in that the setup. Good, that's yeah. you know, pleasant. Rather than going back to... He's been, he's been good value for them. Um, I hope we still get to see his face in the A-League landscape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a yeah, character of the it. game, isn't he? His beautiful smile. Mm. Oh, he and laugh. He's got that human. gorgeous Italian charm, doesn't he? He does. <laughs> All right, give me your Brisbane roll. I'm keen to hear this one. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> Look, I've, I've given them a 2.5, so yeah. I've given them a rating above what I've given Western. Um, but, yeah, mostly because of their improvement on last year, uh, which, you know, it's hard not to improve on 11th, I think it was, last year, somewhere around there. So that I like what they're, what they're doing, Brisbane. I think uh, next year looks bright, and I think they will mm. finish higher th- next year than they have this year. Uh, you know, they've got some good young players like Taras Gamolka, Jez yep. Lofthouse, Henry Hoare. Uh, all these players are looking Truin. good. Truin. Truin, yep, that's another one. Um, Jay O'Shea's had a good season as well. He's uh, He's been banging mm. in goals. Um, 
I think uh, Charlie Austin leaving early hurt their season a bit. You know, I'm not saying it was the club's oh, yeah. fault. Obviously, he had family reasons and things. But, <laughs> yeah, I think that, that sort of hurt their plans a bit. Um, Connor oh, Chapman yeah. leaving mid-season as well. Um, but, yeah, um, as Hen- um, I was going to say, um, they've got a new coach as well, I think, as Damo was saying earlier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ross Aloisi. Tell us about him, Damo. What are mm. your thoughts on this guy? Is he the right appointment, or should they, should they have stuck with Nick Green? Well, that's, a, that's an interesting one, isn't it? Um, this will be Ross Aloisi's first job as a head coach, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. And he's uh, been around the traps um, with, I think, uh, went to Japan to work under Kevin Musket at Yokohama. Uh, he obviously uh, worked um, with his brother, John, at Brisbane Raw as well. Yeah, it'll be uh, interesting to see how he can move into a senior management uh, role with, where all the responsibility pretty much just uh, relies on him, so... Uh, yeah, interesting. Mm. I, I really hope he doesn't go too far away. I think Green, he, you know, I guess he's always he was always supposed to be the interim, but I think the style of football he had us playing was was nice and suited the young players a fair bit. Yeah, I didn't mind it. A lot more than Warren Moon, I'll tell you yeah. that. For well, free. it gave them a lot more freedom. I, I would, yes. I would say. Mm. Yeah, I want to see that. And right? let um Lofthouse loose. Jez Lofthouse, <laughs> what a fucking superstar! Yes. Such a Queenslander, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's t- definitely. Him and Henry Hoare are just definitive Queenslanders. Oh, it's so good. Oh, Jesus. Who, who do you think is the best young player at Brisbane, uh, Damo? Uh, oof. You're a young, you're a youth expert. I think based on what we saw this year, I'd have to say that Kai Truen, mm. even though he's not a uh, Queenslander. That's all right. Um, he's probably honorary best. Queenslander. He was the best player, best young player um, for Brisbane Raw this year, and then obviously f- closely followed by Henry Hoare, who I thought was uh, very good. He's um, managed to kind of improve himself physically, and I think um, that definitely helped him because we 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 always knew he had um, some technical ability and some uh, just some awareness but uh, I think adding um, to that some physicality uh, obviously has helped him uh, tenfold so yeah it's great to see um, so yeah two and a half I think that's pretty much bang on Andy thank um, you anyone else got any like radically different ideas or no nah I think nah it's... I agree here yeah, yeah cool we love it we love it we love it alright give me a Perth glory breakdown All gib right. gib we're starting to, uh, to get to the bottom of the barrel here aren't we <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Perth Glory, I've given them a fat one out of five uh, for them. Oh, 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 oh. Originally, I was going to give them a one and a half, but, um, yeah, I reduce it back to one. Um, I just think, yeah, ninth position, uh, you know, they, they sold their fans a lot of hope at the start of the season, and it uh, just didn't mm. didn't materialise. Um, I guess they, they jumped three spots from 12th to 9th, but really... What difference does it make, in my opinion? They're no, still nowhere near finals. Um, they they had a bit of a good run, uh, you know, sort of mid-season-ish when they had those uh, that run of games at Macedonia Park. Uh, yeah. They, they started to turn that into a bit of a, a fortress while um, their, was it HBF Park or whatever it's called, was being rebuilt? Um, yes, sir. Yeah, so that, that brought a bit of hope uh, for them at that stage of the season and 
um, probably revitalise a bit of their, their identity and um, the support from the fans. Um, but I think they they failed to capitalise on that um, moving forward from that period. And um, yeah, just another disappointing season from them. Um, also, it's a bit of mid-season drama with Fornaroli didn't didn't help either with him leaving the club. I, I don't think I really blame the club for this. Not I think ideal. He cracked a bit of a sook, but uh, did, regardless, it didn't help their season. Um, but yeah, one positive is uh, Liam Cook. I think he's looking uh, like a good replacement for Liam Reddy in goals. But yeah, that's about all I've got to say. Uh, oh, Cameron Cook. Cameron Cook, yes. Sorry, Cook, not Liam Cook. Cook. Getting a mix up with nice. Liam Reddy. All good love. <laughs> Merging them together. Uh, we, we, everyone's got Liam Reddy on the brain at all times. Right. No one can blame you for that. I, I'd give them a fucking zero just because they're not going to play at Macedonia oh. Park anymore. And that was the best thing about yeah, their season. True. But as soon as they went to HBF, there's just something in the air over there. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a special... You're all so wrong. It's a special oh my Lord. ground. <laughs> Macedonia Park's a special ground, man. That that Gozleme, that beautiful Eros, it's just a gorgeous smell. I'd give Perth Glory a minimum 2.5. Really? Bloody Jeez. fuck. Okay, man, this... I'd love to hear your thoughts. Are you on the Perth Glory payroll, mate? <laughs> Zad Ball is going to change the way we see how the A-League works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Perth give, Glory... Give Zad Ball another preseason. Really. Out of all the teams in the bottom six, Perth Glory were by far the best. They were, had the most exciting brand of football. What?! So was that you going what, Deshaun? What exactly is their brand of football? <laughs> oh, mate, it was exciting. It had last-minute winners. It had, you know, <laughs> Ma- whether it was Macedonia Park or HBF Park, always in raptures. Uh, they had some big scalps at home. Like, you guys forgetting how like they played against Adelaide United a couple weeks ago? You guys... You it was guys... a great game. Sorry? It was a great game. It was a great game. Yes. Mm. They should have done more with, with those great moments, so they, you know... They let it slip. Oh, they're still finding their, their path under yeah, Zadkovic, you know? I know. Give him, cut him some slack. <laughs> Absolute fraud. It's not as easy as adapting to any other normal manager. This is Ruben Zadkovic. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is going to take a while take a for the players to get used to. Like, Yeah, it's a fair point. They're yeah, in it for the, 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 long, the long haul, you know? It's, it's not easy getting punched in the face every training session. <laughs> oh, you guys, I swear. Hey, I'm going to get Ruben Zadkovic on this podcast one day, and <laughs> you are going to be scared for your lives. Yeah, because he's going to punch us in the face. <laughs> it's not good. That was a, a, an allegation only. All right, I, I like your support, Nick. I like the, the, the nuance there. All right, three more teams, Andy. We, we're running short on time. Yep. So just give me the three ratings. All right. And we'll go. We'll, we'll chat about it. I've I've actually got the last three all zero out of five. I just think they were all major disappointments, and oh, there's no shit. other way to put it. Sorry, Andy. These were the three teams that actually went out and spent spent big money money on marquees. Yep. Yeah. Another reason why they get zero out of five. Just see Nani Piscopo in yep. um fuck. Who did MacArthur sign? Oh, Azani. Jesus, yeah. yeah exactly. Right, of course. Well, York. Yeah. York, yeah. Well, that, that ended pretty poorly, didn't it? To be honest, if I'd give oh, Victory God. and MacArthur negative scores if I could, but uh, <laughs> the scale only starts at zero. So, yeah, they've yeah, uh, both got... I'd give Newcastle Jets, Jets a point five. I actually thought... I Some thought promise. finished above Brisbane. Ah, oh, shit. No. Oh, but regardless, yeah, I'd... 
that doesn't matter mm. anyway. I mean, anyway. Jets have got some big names like Piscopo, Mikotadze didn't yeah, have a season like he did last year. Jenkinson, nowhere as good as he um, was at Mikkel City. Tadze, obviously. Yeah. Huge drop off. Right, I agree Mikkel with you Tadze. now. I think they're a zero. Thanks, Yeah. Mick. Huge drop off. From, from the, this expectation of playing mm. exciting, cutthroat, yeah. you know, uh, forward pressing football. Yeah. They just didn't For two like. seasons now, we, we've failed really to actually. Mm see that actually develop. Like, it only really worked last year because they of one player. Yeah. Daniel Pena. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it might have been different if Davila was healthy the entire season for MacArthur as well. Uh, Obviously, there are always these kind of little, you know, asterisks. Like, what would have happened with victory season had their fans not decided to be absolute dickheads, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. And what would have happened if MacArthur weren't a pub dog, so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Uh, it's fair to say all these guys are fraudulent coaches. Stojowski, uh useless. Popovich confirmed fraud. Yeah. Yep. Pappas confirmed fraud. Jen, uh, what would be your reaction if Popovich signed an extension? I'd be shocked. I'm pretty sure, isn't he already on a three-year contract? I think shocked, sir. I think Popovich, I think... Will, I think Popovich is a fine coach. It's just, he's got reckon... a shit organisation behind him. Yeah. yeah, they've had a bad mm. season off-field, probably more yeah. than on-field, which has hindered them. Yeah. But if they, it just gets three or four changes in, you know, like, and they're leading in the right direction with Damien De Silva, low-key yeah. peak moment, you know, um, with him winning the BNF, yeah. and then yeah, four yeah, early yeah. coming second. <laughs> yeah. But there's bigger <laughs> peak matters to come. I just think oh, who, who else would you pick for Melbourne, though? Like, uh, Valupale, maybe? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Brimmer. Is it? It's it's hard. Nani. Yeah, Nani. Yeah. I mean, no one could have seen like, no matter how much you dislike Lewis Nani, I don't think anyone could have foresaw how badly that move went in the end. Yeah. Um, Apparently, he's uh, agreed to play for a UNICEF charity game, despite being injured with his ACL. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck to him. Low key peak moment. Yeah. I just didn't want to play. How many peak moments can we have? You know, I, I think we'll use that to go into the peak moment of the week, Nicholas. Rattle it off for me, lad. Peak. 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 A-League moment of the week. All right. Thank you, everyone. So, peak moments, very important uh, part of the podcast. We won't take too much of the time because it's got to it's gotta have a pack a bit of punch. Uh, okay. So... We've had a few possible peak moment candidates, you know, with Lewis Nani, uh, you know, possibly playing under his ACL. Apparently, there's something about Pokemon card tradings, but there wasn't enough substance yes. on that to put it into the peak gallery. The gallery dollar peak. Um, gallery <laughs> dollar peak. Uh, but, you know, I just uh, I've been watching the EPL and on their socials, they're always like Erling Haaland's in the team of the week for, you know, FIFA 23. Just want to, you know, say that the A-League's also capitalising on, you know, the gaming market. So, you know, J-Mac made the team of the week, but they've gone one up. They've gone... They've gone and made a game with the sponsor of the A-League, Isuzu <laughs> and it's called Road to the Final. I actually gave it and, a go. It wasn't bad. And we're going we're gonna to play it, a live reaction to the game on the podcast. <laughs> It's loading. It's got the A League sponsors, uh, and we're not paid by the sponsors, so I won't shout them out. Yeah, it's got. Wait, 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 can you pause it live? Can you rewind? Oh, that would be. It's got a play button. I'm going to hit play. Oh, <laughs> uh, you could win 
two corporate box tickets, okay. um, uh, two return airfares, and a hotel stay. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, you got free lives, you got to collect coins, use ramps to jump, supercharge with the runners, and dodge the barricades and the bus. I'm going to hit the go button. <laughs> you got a car and there's some coins, and how do I move the... Oh, you move it. It's like... It's like... It's, it's like Subway Surfer. You got some... Hopefully royalty free music. So you here. gotta tilt your you gotta tilt the phone. No, you gotta or no, the, you swipe. Oh, I got I got some boots, I've got some boots. <laughs> you got some Nikes, some predators? Oh, um it's already over. It's just drastically cut to <laughs> a black screen. Tickets to the grand final. You gotta enter to win. The leaderboard. Okay. okay. Put down Let's the see who's got the highest we'll, score. We'll win some some ticks. I got a score. Andy Gibson. <laughs> is it Jamie McLaren? <laughs> I got a yeah, score. I, I'm driver 14 something. I got okay. a score of 270. Top of the leaderboard is uh, Leo. Look, no, just kidding. Um, <laughs> is driver 1126 with a score of 5,890. So, yeah, um, approximately uh, 5,620 better than me. It's not uh, bad. So, it's my PK League moment of the week is. Uh, not addressing the final situation, but uh, the Band-Aid solution of uh, some more investment into... Uh, what, I would, what I'll say is less investment into mobile games, more investment into grassroots soccer. All right. Thank you, Nick. That's a bang and peak moment. I didn't see that coming at all, and it's it's made I my forgot. day. Yeah, Except for the time right. I tagged you like two days before the round started, planning <laughs> that it was already the peak moment of the week. But it's yeah. good to keep that element of surprise. Yeah, you got, you, we don't prepare for this podcast. It's all off the off the cuff. It's all off the cuff. All right, thank you for that, Nick. Um, continuing to wrap up the season, obviously, J-Mac got the golden boot with 24 goals. Lawrence Thomas got the golden glove with 10 clean sheets. I want to take a little trip back in time here, boys, to our pre-season predictions. Oh, just a, few, a few little highlights. Yeah, so all, all of us uh, <laughs> predicted J-Mac to win the golden boot, except for me. I predicted Nicholas D'Agostino to get it. Wow, that's a, not a bad prediction. Right? I think he scored more goals in Norway than he did in Australia already. <laughs> uh, but that's all right. Um, all of us predicted Jamie Young to get the golden glove. Wow. Except for Damo, who yes. predicted Lawrence I, Thomas. Yeah, I predicted Lawrence Thomas, didn't I? Yes, sir. You are it's, a genius. Uh, it's, not all, it's not all pretty. It's not all pretty for you, Damo, because you also predicted victory to win and to not lose a single game. <laughs> <laughs> and I think even funnier is the fact that you predicted MacArthur to finish third. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Andy, you predicted Western United to finish Oof. second. Bit that of a was bummer. Poor from me. But you also predicted victory to come last. Yeah, so not good. bad. Thank well you. Done. Pretty close there. Pretty close. Proud of you. Proud Thanks, of you, Gibbo. Um, myself, uh, I had Perth finishing last. You're perfect. Uh, yeah, yeah. I actually got every single <laughs> thing right. Bang on. Bang um, on. I did. I predicted Nani to win the Johnny Warren, Ooh, so that's that not looking great. <laughs> we'll see if they, he can if pull the it John, out. If they gave Johnny Warren votes on how many times you can meet up, you know, with your former EPL teammates <laughs> and coaches, <laughs> I think you'd be in in with a chance still. Brutal stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so not looking great then. And Nick, mate. Yeah, pretty solid. I mean, you had the Jets finishing 12th. You had Western Sydney finishing 10th, which isn't ideal. 
and um, you had Western United finishing first, mm. so that didn't quite work I think, out. I think I, I I predicted Central Coast for the championship, though, so Did I'm you? feeling pretty. Mm. I'm feeling cautiously optimistic on that one. Biases yeah. aside. They're looking in form, Central Coast. They definitely mm. they found it at the right time. I think I had him. I think I had him as a third coming in to win, coming in to win the championship from third. And uh, this, it's not like you know. There's been a bit of decision that might give a bit bit of headwind to that. Well, I like a bit of headwind. We all love a bit of headwind. Tailwind. And um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna rattle off everyone's Donny Warren uh, predictions, and then we'll actually get into talking about it. Who we think will win it now that we're kind of here at the pointy end. So I've already mentioned mine. I picked Lewis Nani. <laughs> not great. Um, Nick, mate, you picked Daniel Arzani. Oh, <laughs> not a great start. Not great. <laughs> yeah, uh, Andy, probably the closest. You picked Tilio. Yeah, not too bad. That says yeah. something because he's probably not that close. And unfortunately, Damo, mate, you picked Uli Davila. Who? Yeah. You know, well, that's unfortunate. Uh, yeah, yeah, we that love Uli Davila. It was a good. It was a good, good shout. At the time, um, yeah. Until the ACL. Mm. Oh, yes. Holy. Not ideal. Uh, sad stuff. But Andy, I'll, I'll I'll run you through my second burning question of the night. Yes. Is Craig Goodwin the overwhelming favourite for the Johnny Warren? Uh yeah, I think he is. He he probably wasn't at the start of the season. He um, t- sort of took a a bit of time to warm into it. I think. But yeah, when you look at his season uh, as a whole, he's uh, he's really. Uh, Lit it up over at Cooper Stadium. Um, you throw in his World Cup performance as well. I know that doesn't count towards the Johnny Warren, obviously, but he's had an incredible year and he's a great leader of, of that club. Um, yep. And, yeah, I think when you look at his leadership and the way he yeah he, he leads his players uh, on the field as well as his um, individual performances himself, um, I reckon he is probably the favourite at this point. Um, and, okay. yeah, I think he got... 13 goals this year, is that right? Something like that. It might be uh, 11. 11, was it? Okay. Stats. Yeah, he got 12 goals. Oh, 12, so right goals. in the middle of you boys. Okay. And he led the league in assists with 10. Okay, there you yeah. go. 10 assists, yeah. Incredible mm. stuff. So he's a team player and all these goals just, uh, he makes them look so easy. Uh, he's just yep. so so much fun to watch as, as a neutral fan and especially for Adelaide fans. Um, so yeah, yeah, I reckon yeah. he is in prime position to take out that medal. And um, but I do think uh, Matt Leckie might be unlucky unlucky to miss out. Um, I think yes. if Leckie didn't get injured, he would probably be the favourite. Yeah, um, he, I tend to oh, agree. Yeah, because he he had an incredible season up to when he got injured, and even coming back in the last few weeks, he's he's looked decent. Um, so yeah, unlucky for him to get injured, but uh, yeah, he did miss a fair chunk. So. Makes it hard to yep. win. Whereas Goodwin's strung together a, a whole season, uh, consistent, and um, yeah, as I said, he's a joy to watch. So, be interesting to see if he does win. Um, yeah, I think he will. So, I'm um, safe to say that your prediction for the, the medal is Craig Goodwin. It is at this stage. I'd love to see Lucky win it, obviously, as a City fan. But yeah, I think um, it's more likely that we'll see Goodwin take it out. Beautiful. What about you, Nico, mate? Who's who's your man? Man for the Johnny Warren. Yes, sir. Um, uh, yeah, it's tough to go past uh, Goodwin. I will put a little... Uh, a ch- I think he goes too much under the radar to get stuff like the Johnny Warren, but I would put a cheeky case for Wood for Aidan O'Neill. Yeah. But it'd be I tough. Think he, got the, he got the Melbourne City Players Player of the Season, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, but Leckie's the one Player of the Year, <laughs> yeah. despite right. his injury. 
Mm. J-Mac. I wouldn't mind. J-Mac, shout, but J-Mac's just more like quick moments. It's it's hard for a poacher to get the Johnny Warren, I think. Yeah, um, mm. yeah that, that's that's where I would... Um, yeah, I don't mind yeah, that. What about what about you, Damo? Any any curveballs for us? Any swingies? Yeah, unfortunately, no. It's pretty, uh, you know, playing it pretty much down the wicket. Um, <laughs> yeah, mate. Uh, yeah, yeah, cross yeah. seam up straight down the guts, mate. Uh, yeah, yeah, a bit of that. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking Goodwin as well, uh, closely followed by Leckie. Yep. And then also between O'Neill. And this is um, left field. I'd probably say Newenhoff. Ooh, running, pulling the strings there for Western Sydney. I don't mind that. Even with Schneidel in there, he's still the guy kind of pulling the strings as Newenhoff. Well, he's been, he's been there every game. Yep, this is true. Got that and body he's nice always and been, um, yeah, been, been killing it pretty much all season. Fuck yeah, I like that. That's very nice. Yeah, but Peter Seidel's got a hat trick on his birthday. Take me back. Uh, I'll pick a different Western Sydney player. I'm going to go with Brandon Borello. Ooh. Um, yeah, fair shout. 13 goals, five assists. Not quite as many influences as Goodwin, but I just I just think he's been ever-present for them. And I, I like his style. He's a swaggy, swaggy man. Yep. And I'm very excited to see him tear the Sydney FC defence to shreds. <laughs> I reckon he will. Next he's weekend. So, so good, yeah, bro. What is that game? Um, is there night. a week off or are we straight into it this weekend? Yeah, it's this weekend. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's, let's, let's talk about it. Uh, the finals. So, Sydney Derby, finals edition. And we've also got Adelaide playing the Knicks in what should be an easy win for the, for Adelaide United. <laughs> Nick, mate, um, I'll, I'll give you my burning question number three, brother. Oh, mate, mm. um, it's getting cold, so I like to be warmed up by the burn. Yeah. All right. Uh, give yourself a moment, deep breaths, meditate, get get nice and hot. No, nah, just fucking give it to me. <laughs> wow, okay. All right, no foreplay, huh? Okay. Uh, Nick, will Rudan and Corica throw hands at the Sydney Derby Finals oh. Edition? Uh, yes, there's going to be some drama. Um, I reckon, I reckon if Sydney get up, Corica's getting in Rudan's face. Yep. Yeah, I like that, I and and vice versa. If Western Sydney get up, will Redan get in Corica's face? Nah, because it's like Sydney's like grand final is this week, so yeah. Well, I guess it's also Western's grand final, but Sydney, you know, Sydney, Sydney have underperformed this season, and where do they end up? Effectively, like, like well, conjoined three points behind Western Sydney. Yeah. Where does Sydney where where does Sydney end up? You know, effectively conjoined with Western Sydney Wanderers. You know, uh, effectively, yeah. you know, if they finish fourth, there wouldn't be much difference. They'll still be playing in Sydney, um, so they don't have to travel this week. So it's going to be tense. Does anyone think if Sydney get this win that they can take that momentum all the way? No. Yeah, nah. I, I don't think. Who so would they play? They would play. They would play. They'll likely play Melbourne City unless... Unless Wellington won. Unless for some reason Wellington won. Uh, I don't think... Has anyone got any faith in Wellington to pick up the upset against Adelaide? No. Oh, stranger things have happened now that yeah, Adelaide... Stranger things have happened. I suppose so. I, but I'd be fucking amazed though. Yeah. Really. They are in poor form, I guess, Adelaide. Like, well, not poor form, but, you know, a bit so shaky. So it would be the time to do it if they were going to beat That's Adelaide. That's it. 
Yeah, and a Fugatello would like to probably go out on a high note. Yeah, yeah winning the title would fuck guys. Yeah. You believe that in their existence, that Wellington's played like F4 finals in New Zealand, like home finals? They always finish um, lowish in the top six. Yeah. Yeah. I think they had, I think that the one time they finished high up in the top six, yeah, they finished third was a COVID year. Oh, brutal. Fuck. Oh, that okay. sucks. Okay. One suck. day it'll happen. Once they've, once they've refurbished Eden Park and move over there, it'll happen. Well, Eden Park's not in Wellington, so. Oh, shit. All right, so that's going to be where Auckland play. Is that right? Mm. Possibly. Okay. Oh, exciting stuff. We love to see it. All right. Um, and I guess with that, it's 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 been pretty good, lads. We've got to throw into some news, and then we'll we'll wrap it up. It's it's been a fun little pod. So I hope you guys have enjoyed yourselves. But um, to the news, and there's quite a fair bit of it, boys. There's lots of lots of things happening. I guess we'll we'll go we'll go Aussies abroad first. We had Ben Wayne, well a Kiwi, but whatever. Uh, get promoted with Plymouth Argyle. Massimo Luongo got promoted with Ipswich Town. Denny Genre will be a bench warmer in European football next year with Toulouse winning the cup. <laughs> um, obviously, we've already talked about Daggers scoring goals. Arwen Mobile scored two penalties for Sparta Prague to win them a game, which is nice. And then the one I kind of want to spend some time on is Nestory Irangunda. Have you guys seen this new story? Linked to Bayern Munich. Wow. wow. Yeah. I did not um, see that. Whoever wants to jump in that, on that's this, That's incredibly you can. surprising. Is this a good move in light of, you know, Arzani and, and now Quoll kind of struggling at, at large clubs internationally? Or do we need to let these lads cook a bit more, you know, like Attilio and, and let them play a bit more domestically? I suppose you could say that Attilio, as much as he's been good, ha- has he been better off staying in the league for the last two years? Obviously, we won't know until he does decide to make a move overseas. But his Correct. Socceroos performances, every time he's come on, he hasn't really impacted the game. Okay. Um, that obviously comes with more game time and stuff, but it's hard to say if Iren Kunda was to go overseas now, which he can't anyway because he's... Too young. Legally has to stay back um, for another year until his 18th birthday. So, yeah. um, obviously depending on what age you debut in the league and then what time you decide to go overseas. I think this is actually perfect timing for Irin Kunda. If he does sign for Bayern, obviously he gets a whole year to play senior football for Adelaide again, Mm -hmm. albeit only 26 games, which is ridiculous. Maybe get some Uh, starts. Maybe get some starts. And, um, yeah, you never know. He could score 10 goals next season... 15 goals, chip in with a few assists, and then all of a sudden he goes over to Europe on the back of, you know, pretty much destroying the league. And we've seen yeah. Aaron Moy that if you go, if you have an incredible season and you go overseas uh, to a decent level um, team, that you can be the best player. Obviously, if if you went to Bayern, he'd be loaned out. Like, oh, he'd he's definitely loaned playing. out. But that was mm. the same with Moy as well. Um, yeah, fuck yeah. If he goes to a Bundesliga two club, St. Pauli, for instance, you know, hey, up link Aussies up with Jackie there. Irvine and Connor Metcalf. And, wait, is it Metcalf? Yeah, yeah that could yeah. be a, a really cool move. And if he plays there, trips in with a few goals and a few assists, 
And 20 yellow cards. And 20 yellow <laughs> cards, and a red yep. card, and a few backflips. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. It's all part of the package. You know, it's all, it's all good. Like, that's what all you'd right. ideally want, and that's what I kind of wanted for Qual, but he's decided well, to take the uh, Scotland <laughs> version. Yeah, nah. Well, okay, look, uh, Garen Qual, th- th- here are some quotes by Hearts head coach Stephen Naismith. Uh, prepare yourselves, boys. This is journalism. <laughs> This is Naismith talking. He is a young kid, and he lacks that switch when you lose the ball to think, right, what can I do? He hasn't that had that coached as yet. I told him he could be back at Newcastle in a reserve team, nowhere near the first team, feeling frustrated. Here, at least, he's part of a first team environment. You understand there is a demand there, and you need to perform. Boys, there are five games left in the Scottish uh, Premier League, I think it's called. Do you guys have any hope that he's going to get some game time, an opportunity, based on those comments? Hmm. You've got to have hope, don't you? Um, it depends how he, how he presents himself uh, at training and off the pitch as well. Um, maybe he needs a bit of luck with, with an injury or something as well in, in the current team. But, um, yeah, you just got to hope that he does get some game time because that's the only way to really improve, isn't it? Hearts are in absolute shambles at the moment. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised if they just decide to stuff it. Not going to play go. anyone new, just oh, going to yeah, go with the rusted-ons. Just finish mm. the season on a standard note. Don't do anything too stupid. Yeah, right. That's just All classic Scottish bloody premiership thinking. Where would you rather Qual go on loan next? Because I don't think you'd necessarily want to go back to the well, Scottish Premiership. I always thought going to the Netherlands, Belgium, mm. Portugal okay. are always better moves than going straight to England. I think England should be the final destination for players. Or the big five, Spain or Germany. Um, But if you want to get there, you need to be playing in, yeah, like Netherlands, Belgium, Austria. Stepping stones. Portugal, yeah, stepping stone countries. Nick, didn't you say that Portugal has overtaken Liga 1 as a top five league in the world? Oh my god, your pronunciation is horrible tonight. Yeah, Portugal has (laughs) taken over Liga 1. Liga 1, sorry my bad. (laughs) Yes, um, that is true. Um, I think the Dutch league has too, so... Oh, fuck oath. Jesus. Rough times. Ever since Paddy Kiznorbo rocked up, they've been like, oh, this league is shit. Yeah, <laughs> More like PSG oh, has shit. just shat itself in France since Paddy Kiznorbo rocked. Jeez. Yeah, they're scared of his big bald head. And uh, <laughs> finally, before we get to splitting the wall, uh, Bayern Munich's alleged tour of Australia has been cancelled. They claim that the 5 million euros they were promised has failed to materialise. Danny Townsend and the APL say that's bullshit. Um... Yeah, I can't remember if their stance was the money was good or if the money was never supposed to be uh, involved anyway. But Nick, how disappointed are you that you're not, we're not going to get to see Bayern Munich at, in, in home soil? Um, probably doesn't have too much impact on me personally, I must say. Just uh, in general, for the like, game. For the game, I think it will be fine. Like We've got some pretty big marquee, um, you know, marquee teams coming, I think. Uh, championship side West Ham's coming 
Uh, <laughs> Bleak. Who else is coming? West Ham's coming. Aston Villa. Oh, jeez. It's to Perth. They're coming to Perth. Yeah. We've got the Women's World Cup coming. I think that will be great for the game. Yeah, uh, Bayern Munich. It'd be good to get, like, um, some, you know, non-EPL Big, some big non non big non EPL clubs coming overseas. I think that would be good. But maybe Bayern Munich just didn't see it as financially viable. Uh, you have to consider that it's not like Bundesliga's talked about at schools that much. Probably fourth behind La Liga and and Serie A. Yeah, and then yeah, the e- yeah yeah I agree. Um, probably even fifth behind the A League. Yeah, you gotta you gotta <laughs> have some optimism. That's yeah. it, mate. Uh, so it's, I guess, like, mind. you know, it, 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 it's a shame f- for sure, but, you know, we're going to have some good quality football in between the seasons anyway. Women's World Cup to be particular, and I think I'd rather yeah. I'd rather focus on that. And there's only a few weeks for the grand final, so I'm not too sure why would I would wait so wait so late to lock something in, you know, so you don't want something rushed, but... It does mean we're unlikely to see a, an A-League All-Stars team take to the field anytime soon, unfortunately, but it is mm. what it is. It would have been good. But Yeah, it would have been good to see Nestor or Irungunda go up against Bayern Munich, uh, yeah, you know. Potential. Like, yeah, potential. Like Durant Cole did, but I think Nestor would be uh, getting ready for the granny. Ooh, interesting, interesting. Bigger fish to fry. All right, that's it, mate. And uh, bring it in. <clears throat> the final segment of the night. We're going to split the wall. This is where essentially we, um, you know, we have two of the fellas debate a, a question. And the winner gets a Hot Wheels car, um, courtesy of Nicholas. Um, so that's the idea. Aren't I um, participating in this? You are. But so who's got to give me the Hot Wheels give, car if I win? If if you win, you just got to go out and buy yourself a Hot Wheels car. Whatever you like, <laughs> you can treat yourself. <laughs> you also win a million dollar home, but you got to buy it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The, the world is your oyster, Nicholas. You give me uh, and yes. to buy, buy my own one million dollar home. I think yes. you might be waiting uh, a few decades for that to happen. <laughs> wait, for, wait for inflation uh, to really kick in. For a million, for a million dollars, you could buy um, a box in Fitzroy. So you know, think about that. It's very exciting. Yeah, then I could be a regular to your pub. Yeah, exactly. That that'd be fantastic. You can have some debates Along with, with Rue about the, the footy. <laughs> now, yeah, Gibbo's there every night. He's an alcoholic. <laughs> so the competition today, we've got reigning champion Demo going up against Nicholas Brazier. I uh, prefer Nicholas, Nicholas Topper Stanley, but let's, let's go. <laughs> Rest in peace to the hyphenator. We will, we will miss Not you. Dead. Um, I hope, I hope, <laughs> true. I hope he becomes a referee so he can hand out as many red cards as he's received <laughs> yeah, over true. the course of. I could be a great pundit. Yeah, that'd be fun actually. Fuck yeah, and he can tell us stories about the the glory days in North Queensland. Um, the question we're like. asking. So the RBB have come out and basically said that. Yeah, look, boycotts are cool, but we don't think they're going to do anything. And we're going to support the boys. We're going to send our fans to the games and wish our Western Sydney lads all the best. Damo versus Nick. The question is, have the RBB made the right decision to not 
boycott the finals series. Now, Damo, as the reigning champion, you get to go first, and you get to pick your uh, your position. Exciting stuff. All right. Uh, are you ready? Yeah, I think so. Wait, let me get my stopwatch out. Um, How my long phone. do we have again? 60 seconds, brother. Oh, a minute. Fuck. you got a whole minute. All right. Talk about. A minute to win it. Yeah. Um, let me reset my minute timer. There Just it is. Just like Collingwood with a minute to go. So, so which mate. side are you cut? Yeah, fuck oath, mate. Flag well, pie have to... 2023, baby. Yeah, yeah, keep it. it out of this football podcast. Uh, which side are you taking, Damo? Oh, you just have to find it. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's not really fair because I need to, like, you know, oh, I need, I need well, a clear you, and legible answer. You figure it out. Damo has pulled out all the strings here. Those push ups have him ready to fucking go. All right. Three, two, one, fault, go. Well, I think the RBB is making the correct decision by wow. deciding to uh, go and support the boys. When, when else are they going to go and support their team in the finals? You know, this is a once in a. Very uh, short uh, lifetime that they'll probably actually have to attend a finals game. So, I think regardless of where the finals are next year or in three years' time, they'll look back at this decision and say, no, that was the correct decision. Regardless of if they lose, (laughs) it will be better for the uh, the, the long term of the league. Everything will make more sense after this. And everything will be like roses and sunshine and lollipops. That's time. That's time. That's time. Roses Roses and sunshine. (laughs) (laughs) Great. All right. Um, Nick, Nick, mate, you're obviously uh, arguing the opposite side. Are Are you ready? Oh mate, this is gonna be a walk in the park. No, I do. You got to You got to back it up, brother. You got to back it up. All right, three, two, one, go. Well, I refute what the RBB has to say about boycotts not working. I'll tell you one thing: there's egg on the the fans' face after that Melbourne victory scandal. But what I will say is that any any tourism organisation that wishes to put in a bid for the grand final after the contract expires, we're looking at two things: how many people attended. And um, how much money did the tourism department for that state make? If there's boycotts, no one's travelling, no one will go, no one's going to bid for it next year. Uh, Simple as that. And I I question the merits maybe of a finals uh, boycott, Uh, but a message has got to be sent and it really rests on the New South Wales teams as they are the ones who um, don't have to travel as far, easier for them to... Uh, not be as strong compared to the Melbourne teams where and Adelaide teams where it's out of out of their hands because it's uh, too expensive. And that that's that that's that. He's finished with ten seconds to go. All right. Oh fuck! I thought I had an, I thought that was it. No man. Strong effort mm. from um, both the lads. Nick, you nearly lost me when you pronounced scandal as scandal. Yeah. <laughs> Got... That is a scandal in itself. <laughs> yes, indeed. But Andy, you hold the, the rights here. Who do you think won that split the wall? Oof. Yeah, good effort from both of you boys. Um, I, th- I think, sorry, Damo, I'm going to give it to Nick. Uh, yeah, I think... Yes! <laughs> yeah, I think he had some... Sorry, sorry, headphone users. Some strong users. arguments oh. there. With the... I, I, just see, I just see, like, an, 
and the bleak but, blue mark on my audacity. I just, don't, I just don't see how boycotting the finals is a good yeah. idea. Well, I actually agree with you, Damo. I just thought um, Nick's uh, point was more I don't agree with myself. <laughs> uh, well, I think, I I, think I, I'm still on the fence yeah. if I'm going to go I think not. it's. I'll just say that much. Yeah, I reckon the RVB going will do more, more good than bad, I guess, because um, like it... It promotes the game, I suppose, by having a decent crowd there and um, getting behind the boys, you know, like it's not the players' fault, uh, all that sort of thing. But, yeah, I thought uh, Nick had some solid arguments there with the tourism and, and the money um, that they make and the numbers at the grand final, that sort of thing, in terms of, like, future bids. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel, thought that was quite I strong. feel like the boycott of the actual, like, home-and-away games was a bit tough to make the call because, like, they've signed a contract... Um, and like it's they're not gonna like, and then obviously like victory like ruined it for the rest of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But with the actual contract, like from a business perspective, if no yeah. one goes and, and, and no money is made, exactly, yeah. then then it's they're gonna have egg on their face. And you know the easier option is just like you know play the game in Albury, um, halfway. <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. Play that gun to go. Let's do it. Play it in Wangaratta. Yes. Norman's Oval. Absolutely. Hell yeah. We'd sell it out. I, I agree. I think I think Nick had that one. Nick, mate. Sorry, Damo. You, you lost me when you started talking about roses yeah. and sunshine. <laughs> uh, it's nice. It's good It's good imagery. Sunshine. I appreciate it. <laughs> Damo said. just doesn't mind because... He's two hours closer to Sydney than the rest of us. Yeah, that's it, mate. <laughs> that's it. He can just fucking catch a train. Uh, uh, with that, I think we're going to wrap it all up. Um, a bit long today, but uh, thank you to everyone who stuck around and listened. It's been lots of fun. Have you guys uh, had fun today? Absolutely. Great fun. Fuck yeah. Yes. Andy, mate, you're going to win futsal tonight? Um, yeah, not uh, not too confident on that one, but uh, yeah, we'll see how we go. Hopefully, we can at least... Give it a red off crack, mate. Give it a red off That's the type of inspiring captaincy you want to hear. <laughs> well, you're you're not awesome. playing, mate. That's why I'm not confident. Well, I'm going to bust an ankle, That's don't right. I? Fucking all over the place. Yeah, good effort, lads. Um, yeah, we'll see how we go. Uh... Yeah. That's, that's my half time. It's, it's going to be all roses and sunshine out there, boys. Don't you worry. No showtime. And uh, with that, it's, this has been the four man wall. Thank you all. There is that, yeah. You can't just blame Marcelo. Yeah. Some nuance would be good, yeah. Callum Nuancehoff. Duh. Duh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Duh.